Go ahead. Hit the let's hit the music. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some To Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we're bringing you two new movies that are out there in the world for you to watch. First, we're going to learn about music the only way we can from Kelsey Grammer. Roger, at Cornell University, they have an incredible piece of scientific equipment known as the Tunneling Electron Microscope. Now, this microscope is, is so powerful that by firing electrons, you can actually see images of the atom, the infinitesimally minute building block of our universe. Roger, if I were using that microscope right now, I still wouldn't be able to locate my interest in your problem. Uh, Love Frasier. Yeah. Frasier's one of my favorite shows. And they're in pre-production right now of a new Frasier series. With Kelsey Grimmer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's on, right. his, it's on his IMBD. Uh, also, Jackson White. Oh, shit. All right. Yo, will you tell your parents I say hi, though? Yeah, sure. Yeah, especially your mom, okay? Because I'm going to fuck your mom. Oh. I'm surprised you'd have the energy after jerking off to your dad all day long. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. I'm, I have a lot of stamina. <laughs> And that's for Mrs. Fletcher. If you haven't seen that, uh, that's a great show. It's on Hulu, I believe. Um, okay. I watched all the episodes. Uh, really good movie. Uh, really good show. It's about him going to college, and his mom is played by, uh, what's her name? Catherine Zane. Okay. Uh, from Saturday Night Live. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she plays in a lot of stuff, you know, here and there. She was in WandaVision. If you watch WandaVision, she plays Mrs. Fletcher, which the show's about. And uh, it's really cool. And also, Paris Jackson. Look, it's just a couple of pills from Monty's friend at some lab so he can figure out what's in it and make his own. All you got to do is bring him back. It'll be easy. Plus, it's a free trip to Mexico. What more do you want? So that's from Gringo, a movie we actually talked about pretty early on the show. Yeah, we... That's my boy, Joel Edgerton. <laughs> yeah, right? And uh, so the movie that we're talking about is a movie. It's on VOD. It's on uh, Video On Demand. It's called The Space Between. And uh, I can't wait to get into that one because it's one that it's off the beaten path. you got to kind of go look for it. kind of has a cool message. We'll talk about it here it's in a little pretty, bit. It's pretty and independent. Of course, yeah, it's pretty independent. Yeah, it's pretty independent. But, um, man, I'll, we'll talk about it here in a little bit. And anyway... And, of course, the big movie for the week, the one, the only, featuring the biggest superstar of all time. What's his name? Vin Diesel? No. No. Bigger than Vin Diesel. The 14-time world champion. Hold on. I wish you keep on saying that. No, wrong one. I I don't know what that is. Uh, I I I wanted to do this for you. I wanted to do this for you. Yes. I want to read the string. Yeah. I want you to say it. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? You said it, John Cena. Oh, okay, I didn't. 
That's all I got of it. <laughs> Here we just do the big. All right. Anyway, uh, so oh, wait, hold on, Vin Diesel. Well, hold on, we had train wreck to play. I got a clip for that too. Uh, oh yeah, John Cena. Play the clip. You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Oh, I am about that yeah, life. No, no, no. Like I will get muscle. crazy up in here. You like movies? We'll make a movie. Oh, God. I, we'll sh- make Mama Say Knock You Out, starring my fist in your dick hole. <laughs> That's some trainer, guys. <laughs> so many different clips I could have played, but yeah. got you, but I figured that was the best one. Oh, that's ones. the first one. Um, yeah. Then we got Vin Diesel. You remember Dick. He's the guy that tried to ban rap music because he feels that the lyrics promote violence. It's music, Dick. He's also the guy that wants to pull every video game off every shelf in the country because he feels that the video games diminish the intelligence of our youth. Come on, Dick. It's the only education we got. That I just realized that I have both Torito brothers with the word dick in the clips that, I, <laughs> that we play for them. But that's Vin Diesel from Triple X. Uh, then also co-starring Michelle Rodriguez. Fuck, I got... That's not on here. I forgot. You fucked it up. Yeah, you fucked it up. Did you fuck it up? Without, 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 you know, without, what would be a show? Okay, we will also on it, you know, Jordan uh, Brewster, you got Tyrese, you got Ludacris. I mean, the list goes on and on. Charlie Stan, Kurt Russell, Helen Mirren. Yeah, Lucas Black, Helen Marion. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Of course, what we're talking about is Fast and the Furious 9 or F9. Even Michael Rooker has a little part in it. Oh, yeah, Michael Rooker. Rooker. I want you to succeed. I do. But if you keep announcing to the world that you're pissing your pants, I'm going to have to smash your teeth in. Now, how do you say your last name? Go to Leo. Well, I'm going to keep calling you Neil. All right. Yeah. I knew why you picked that. I knew exactly why you picked that. <laughs> I know. I went through so many Michael uh, Michael Roker uh, clips, and I saw that one, and I was like, "Oh man, he says my name. I gotta, I gotta be awesome with that." Um, but uh, yeah, Fast and the Furious Nine, F Nine. That'll be the second movie we talk about this week. Of course, we'll go into detail about that one because actually, all of them, I mean, what really, we're it's in, a, I mean, yeah, yeah. we I, I watched all nine that led too. up to this because Hobbs and Shaw yeah. isn't part of the Fast and Furious yeah. series. I watched all these two, and um, like in the past yeah, week, Chris yeah. just tortured. Yeah, you did it the past week. I was doing it for the last three weeks because I knew it would take a while to watch nine fucking movies mm-hmm. to lead up to this one. But Chris. Tell them where we're located. You can find us online at moviesdon'tsuck.net. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash moviesdon'tsuckpodcast. One Twitter at NTS Podcast. One Instagram at NTS Podcast. Uh, we are on YouTube. Just search our name. We have Bonfire. Uh, we have Bonfire. Search your name on there. We got shirts. You know, put two ones up today, right? Do you, do you yeah, shirts? put another one of our beautiful faces because... For some reason, that was our biggest seller, and I guess our beautiful faces sell T-shirts. And uh, then also, I did a variant yeah. tat, uh, T-shirt, which you don't know what that means yet, but you will this weekend. Uh, okay. But yeah, uh, also I'm um, watching. Uh, you can watch us on Twitch. Search uh, MTDS Podcast. We are also on all streaming platforms, and uh, I think that's it, right? Like, like we can. That's all. Yeah, that's we're, all we're, I mean, think, we're also yeah. everywhere. Like. We're podcasts, so podcasts where you get podcasts, we're there. So 
iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, Apple, whatever, mm-hmm. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not exclusive anywhere because nobody has paid us enough money to be exclusive anywhere. Yeah, the hundred million dollars <laughs> I have. I could barely pay the phone bill, man. <laughs> anyway. Um the sponsor for this week, uh, a place that's dear and near to my heart. Um, they they were the ones that threw the Pride Festival, mm-hmm. uh, the Pride Parade and all that this past weekend. And it's Dennis R. Neal Equality Center. Now, Dennis R. Neal is part of Oklahoma for Equality. OKEQ seeks equal rights for the LGBTQ individuals and families through intersectional advocacy, education programs, alliances, and in the operation of the Dennis R. Neal Ad- Equality Center. Now, serving the LGBTQ Oklahomians and their allies since 1980, Oklahomians can for Equality is a home to diverse, vibrant, and engaged community of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender persons, knowledgeable staff, and dedicated volunteers. Now, if you need help, you can call 918 918- Seven four three four two nine seven, and they are always taking donations. You can go to okeq.org, or you can find them on Facebook at Tulsa Equality Center, um, and they're located at six twenty one East Fourth Street, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I met the guy who um, ran the Pride Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm not going to say his name or anything because I don't know if he wants, yeah, you know, sure. that kind of because he, he was kind of sitting in the corner kind of away from everybody just sure. appreciating what was going on. And uh, but he was a really, really nice gentleman and um, everything going on was just amazing. Um, I got a little sunburnt. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, I was dumb. Bit. I didn't I put bring sun. Yeah, you can see the gloss yeah, 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 off yeah. Of my head. <laughs> and um uh, it was beautiful and everybody was just so nice down there. Um, I had a good time. I was there for most of the day until the downpour came at like eight thirty, nine o'clock. But, um, but I was there from like noon to nine and I had such a great time. There's great shows, great drag queen and King shows, like, um, just amazing musicians. And there were so many people out there, uh, celebrating equal rights for the LGBTQ, um, community. And I had a blast. I, nice. I thought it was amazing. So, and, and I found out that the shirt I bought, like over 20 different people <laughs> yeah. bought that same shirt. Yeah, you, you're like, I <laughs> guess I'm not that unique. <laughs> I'm not as unique as I thought I was. Yeah, I was a, rocking the mohawk a, and having I, a good time. I, I saw you in that shirt. I'm like, it's a very Neil shirt. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. like, and I was like, oh, I guess it's a very uh, every other person there shirt too. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, when I saw it, it came to the point where then I started taking pictures of people when I saw mm-hmm. it. But uh, literally, uh, I think it was like person number five or six is when I decided that I, okay, I need to start taking pictures of everybody <laughs> that has this shirt too. And um, so it was a great time. Um, gosh, I met uh, an international leather boy. He was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the first picture I saw yeah. she posted. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought it was great. He was a nice, and it just so happens that somebody I know here that I already know here knows him. Oh, yeah. And now he's a friend of mine on Facebook already. Oh, cool. I, I added him already. He was he was he was a great chap. Like we had a we had a good conversation and he was enjoying his day. You know, I, I did that and then I ended up going to karaoke at night at, at some place. Ended up hanging out with some guitar player in a band yeah. for a while. And then I met a new pirate group 
Of oh, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who runs into a random pirate group at a dive bar? You. Me. Yeah. Me. Why my wife was at Atomic Falls. Is she, she, which back, is is she like, back now? She's back now, right? Yeah, she went back. On, she came back on Sunday. How's she feeling? And, um, oh, yeah, she had a good time. She yeah. was worn out all week. Yeah, you sure. know, we were I'm both sure. like, you know, I was hiding from the sun all week to like get it so I wasn't burnt anymore. And she was trying to recuperate from sleeping in a tent in the middle of a field. Man, found a bunch of ticks on her. Oh, shit. It, it, yeah, she came back with some cool stuff too, man. We got some awesome weapons now. I uh, it's been raining for the past week, like like every Nine single years. day. Yeah, it just it's still like if I open up this window right here, yeah. it's still downpouring here too. Well, so it's, a, well, it's finally you might hear rain in the background. It's gonna be sunny tomorrow, and then I'm gonna mow the lawn on Saturday. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking shitty. But uh, yeah, man, uh, it's Thursday. I'm glad I am finally done. Watching all those fucking fast movies, dude. So, so <laughs> I'm talking more about it when Was we get it to too the fast. We, we do, too furious. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get to that. That you know what made the best of it? You know what was the best of it? Mm. What? Play that music. Play that oh. music. Oh yeah, it was the one, the only. Wait, gotta wait for it. I've heard that a million times in my life. Uh, the guy was like the champion for like 15 years, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I pulled always... I pulled, I pulled another clip, but it's so shitty. So. I mean, oh, you tried, though. I tried. <laughs> but That's uh, okay. But yeah, I my, understand. Nothing, I, I tried to. I tried looking for different to add it to it. I, but what you been up to? Not much, man. Just like you know, I watched all those fast movies and uh, like starting Thursday. But um, yeah, man. Uh, nothing much has happened. Honestly, it's just it's just you know going to work and waiting. You know, uh, I go like I mentioned, I go to Denver mid of the month and um of July, and so. Nothing, man. Really, just to have that shit. Nothing at all. No, not nothing really. at all. No. Do you not love it? What? Did you love it? Do you like it? Do you want some more of it? What have you done since last Thursday? Because I know that, I know the game was out till Sunday. So did you have Jack Fest like we talked about? What's that? I know Danny was going till Sunday. So you have Jack Fest like we talked about. Oh, dude, I didn't jack off the whole time my wife was gone. That's just cruel. That's just weird, man. You say the weirdest shit sometimes. I was joking, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you want to get into the movie? Oh, do you want to get into Space Between? Um, about what movie? The Space Between. Is it featuring Kelsey Grammer? It is featuring Kelsey Grammer. William Fickner's in this, too. <laughs> um, directed by Rachel Winter. Rachel Winter is a mostly known as producer, and this I think that's the first thing she directed. That's maybe, yeah, this in a, t- a, a TV series called She Has a Choice. She directed this, um, but it, it's got. Let me pull up these clips again. Kelsey Grammer, Roger, at Cornell University, they have an incredible piece of scientific equipment known as the tunneling electron microscope. I mean, it's a long clip, so I just want to play that part of it. Who else? I'm sorry. This? I'm sorry. I, I try to. I try to do a short one, but that one just was so good. Yeah, it was funny. And to be honest, I'm a huge fan 
of the good old Frasier. Frasier. I'm a huge fan. How did I know that? <laughs> I knew it. Uh, the best so it's, thing ever. It's got Jackson White in this. Oh shit! All right, yo, will you tell your parents I say hi though? And then also Paris Jackson. If you guys know Paris Jackson, that's the daughter of Michael Jackson. Look, it's just a couple of pills from Monty's friend at some lab, so he can figure out what's in it and make his own. Yeah, and written by William Porter. William Porter's done things such as a. Uh, as a well, he was a writer for Back to School. You know, writing Nagefield. You know that? Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, uh, he's done a he's done the kind of stuff. With Clifford. <laughs> we talked about Clifford a couple weeks ago. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah, and uh, of course the this movie, uh, Space Between. What's the storyline for the Space Between, pal? I'll be more than happy to tell you that in two seconds after I hit the post button. All right, now <laughs> what were you posting, dude? I'm posting under my name and putting all the links out there for okay. people to jump in and watch us, like the person that just jumped in now. Yeah, yeah, just saw that. Yeah. So. Hi, listener. Uh, <laughs> hello. Anyway, so um, let's see. The, the storyline for The Space Between. Mickey Adams, an eccentric, has-been rock musician, loses his grip on reality, all while his record label is looking to drop in. A young Charlie Porter is tasked with traveling to the musician's bizarre home and forcing Mickey Adams out of his contract. Is all you have? I mean, that... Oh, dude, I, I read the wrong one. I read the well, freaking subline. Just read the last there. sentence of the, the storyline. Mickey realizes Charlie could be the key to an artistic breakthrough, and the pair's unlikely friendship grows. The odd but powerful bond helps both gain perspective from each other on the music industry, life, love, and the space between. So this exists in the 90s, like the sort of like a grunge boom. Uh, and the lead, lead character, Mickey, uh, or mm-hmm. Charlie, sorry, Charlie. Charlie is played by... He's kind of an a-hole. He's an a-hole. He's a mailroom guy that had a big record label, and he's trying to get ahead. He has um, his boss is played by William Fickner, and he basically they say they have to get this old 60s, 70s folk rock musician drop his contact because he's not doing shit. And uh, right. everyone, everyone else who's done it never came back. But you know, uh, Charlie is a go-getter, so he says, "I'll, I'll get, I'll get uh, Mickey uh, to to sign the contract." And right, yeah. All right. So um, while we're in the middle of talking about this, I just posted uh, our Twitch live, YouTube live, and the movies don't suck live mm-hmm. links on my uh, Facebook. Is there any way you can pull that up so you can see it really quick? Sure, man. I'll do it. What did you do? Because I want you to see the still that it uploaded. I did not upload this on purpose. <laughs> it uploaded the still. It looks like you're in ecstasy, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right, man. Well, so sorry about that. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I'll delete it later after the show. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, if you guys, if you guys um, want to see your Facebook, Neil, leave it up so I can look like I'm basically my, <laughs> I'm basically a bunny with uh, nothing going on. But um, yeah, so. This movie, it's okay. So I have I have things I like about this movie. Things I I'm not too fond of, right? So right, are some things I'm not too fond of. What are the things you're not too fond of? Uh, first off, I want to say all the oh yeah, sort of the all the nice things. So I'm trying to end on a positive note, right? So the things I'm not fond of, I'm not right. a big fan of the direction of this movie. I I've seen this movie a million times, basically, right? Like like I know it's an that's not a problem. 
The problem is, is that the director, I feel like, here's what I think happened. They had a director lined up, right? And then the director dropped out and produced right. like, well, fuck, I'll make it. I'll direct it. And so that's what happened. I felt like there's, I felt like it was, mm, I also don't want to talk too much because it, there, it didn't need to be like flashy. You know what I mean? It was, it was a story. It was, no. um, now the things that I liked about this movie, I liked all the acting in it. All the acting was fantastic. All the acting in this movie was awesome. I am, um, I'm going to agree with you on the fact that I think there is a great story here mm-hmm. and I think, uh, they could have done better with, um, I, I, I don't know if it's the directing itself, but mm-hmm. the editing, Yeah, it's- you know, like there's some bits of it where it's like, I get what you're doing here, but you could have done that just a, a little bit better. I think if, if they had a different director, like if they had any kind of kind of big name director, mm-hmm. I'm not saying a big, big name director, but like if they had any director that has done a lot of directing, like this movie could easily be, like um, a take me out tonight or uh, take me home tonight or uh, or like a grandma's boy or like, um, you know, one of those movies that in 10 years you could be like, oh, that was a great movie. Why didn't everybody fucking watch that? I want to mention, you know, this is a tiny movie. You got like, no, it got no like promotion. I'm not sure how Neil even found it. Uh, I want to go ahead and say this right now. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, no. VOD. I went to the oh. VOD list. Yeah, Rod's, I went to the VOD list, and uh, Tomatoes, to no, be honest, that's where I found it. There's no score on Rod's Tomatoes. There's one review. That's it. Critic or or audience? Well, really? audience is fewer than 50 Well, reviews. I'm glad that we're here to promote it. I'm glad we're here to promote it. And the 2,000 people that looks at our page a week, because I, I saw that earlier today, that on Facebook, over 2,000 people look yeah. at our page a week. Did nice. you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know you could do that. Thanks. No, me neither. It, it's a new thing they have. I'll have to show you okay, about okay, it. Right. Um, but, um, but like literally, I'm glad we get to promote this movie because even though this is not an Oscar worthy movie, I'm I'm not saying it's not it's an Oscar worthy movie. It's it is, fine. If you like music, yeah. Oh yeah. If, it, if you like music and you like and you like um, especially Kelsey Grammer, um, but like the people in it make it fun, make it. Yeah. I mean, there's literally a part where a guy gets drugged on acid and is butt naked dancing so, in on, a neighborhood. I like these. So, type of, I do like these type of movies a lot. I like the movies where you know musician washed up. Like I've seen this story before, but mm-hmm. but Kelsey Grammer, like you guys, you guys think you know Kelsey Grammer, but he plays a different character in this. Like that's nothing like he's ever done. You know, like like I've no, never seen, and <laughs> I've never seen Kelsey and this Grammer. Is the one this. I'm, this is yeah, and, and on top of that. Kelsey Grammer sang all those songs. Yeah. Oh, and I do want to mention. And he was good. I do want to mention that that a lot, that all the songs that were sung, were written by Rivers Cuomo of, of Weezer. Yeah, that band you hate. Yeah, I got it. No, I like Weezer. Um, I like I like Weezer's first three. You like the first two albums? Yeah, dude. All right, anybody. Yeah. Okay, I get it. You're one of those guys. Oh, they don't sound like their first two albums. No, 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 no this they sound, don't sound good anymore. No, listen, listen. Do we really want to talk about Weezer, man? Do we really want to talk about Weezer? <laughs> I love Weezer. Okay. And you ripped on him. I ripped Me and on- my wife both love Weezer. Dude. We both saw Weezer together. I'm not <laughs> saying they're great, man, but it's just that after after the after Maljoy, the fourth record, I I didn't like them anymore. Make believe to me is I, I got make believe thinking, okay, they're back to their and it I hated make believe so much. Uh whatever. Uh 
I don't know how you can hate music. I no. don't get that. I, I don't. There's want... no music you can put on. It could be African throat music, and still, I appreciate that. <sighs> well, I'm one of those guys though that I don't really hate anybody except for Nickelback. And like, you, the, besides no, listen, that, listen, I still jam the fuck out of Pinkerton. I love Pinkerton. It it was a, it was an album that nice. meant it was an album that meant oh, meant a lot to me, a lot. And uh, I, anyway, we're 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 getting off track here. Um, all the songs in here, we're just going, we're just going to know how to write a tune. And the songs in here aren't bad at all. Like, I expected them to not really put thought into this music or not show it, but these songs that are written for the movie, I, I think they're good. I think they're good songs, man. Are you, are you okay? Yeah, I think they're really good, too. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, the songs are great in this movie. Um, like I said, I really just think it's either the editing or the directing. I think it's the only thing that really kind of fucked with this movie. Um, if they knew better where to cut or where to flow with some of the scenes, it, it would have been a lot yeah, there, better. It is a little choppy points. You're thinking like you're like, yeah, like you, you can tell someone inexperienced did the directing on this movie. Yeah, I yeah. can tell that. Yeah, and you know, much love to Rachel Winter, but but uh, I feel like the story itself was strong enough to carry it along, especially the actors you have mm-hmm. involved. You know, like like Kelsey right. Kelsey Grammer and you know, even Jackson White and even Paris Jackson, man. <laughs> who, uh, I know Paris Jackson was in this, and I was just like, who is Paris Jackson? <laughs> like in this, and like it took me a second to find her. But I was um, I was kind of impressed by it, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a cute little movie. It's a tiny movie, uh, and uh, but like you're a tiny movie. And even even William Fickner, who played Donnie Rumson in this, he's a he's a pretty well known character mm-hmm. actor. He, you know, he, he's a in things like Crash, Armageddon, getting Black Hawk Down. He's in all kinds of stuff, and he plays like a a dickhead, right? you know, a dickhead executive in this movie. So he was good in this too, and I like the space between. Uh, for the most part, you know, like it's a it's a little movie, so you know, I'm not I'm not expecting giant things for it, but I'm glad it exists and I'm glad that we watched it because honestly, I I watched this before I watched Fast Eight, and I needed a break from from the Fast movies, so this is a cute little movie to stick in the middle of that. It was a great it was a great one to to put on as yeah. a mixture of hey, you know, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, I know. Do you know? I know. So do I you know. want to get some quotes on this and we'll do talk about the score? Oh, man, I got some quotes because this movie is full of some fucking quotes. <laughs> yeah. The wind is the world. The wind is the world. The wind is the world breathing and you listen. It's music. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Over there, River Phoenix. Over there, River Phoenix died and rise from the ashes. They say he died for our sins. You blow him off stage. I don't blow him anywhere anymore. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah, I got you, man. I feel like I'm writing Jaws. I feel like I'm writing the Jaws of a dinosaur into the apocalypse. You're a cocky little fucker. Have some more Sprite. I take it you're, you're awake. Oh, you're, I, I take it you're aware your table is melting and your walls are on fire. <laughs> I'm not afraid to stand naked. <laughs> I think this body is the universe. 
I used to bounce on the knees of legends, and then they all ran to the hills. Nothing you imagine is wilder than what's real. This ain't jail. It's a holding cell in Malibu, Sparky. Oh, great. My muse is homophobic. I'll tell you, but you will have to marry me or shoot me. Music is the space between you and me. L.A. is full of bullshitters, and you're being the reigning chimp. And do you think I use motherfucker in normal conversation, asshole? And that's it. That's all I got. So they has some real little lines in there. Like you said, the music is the space between you and me. You know, like, as someone who, both people you and I who love music, uh, it, like you said, yes, music has changed our lives. You know, like, I had albums out there that I can say, this changed my life, you know? Um, and so, right. and so this movie is dedicated to those people that were music, uh, meant a lot to them. I feel like, uh, my score on this one is it's, it's, cause it's a cute little movie. It's not going to be, it's not, mm-hmm. it's, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to show up anywhere, but it, to me, it's like a, it's like a 3.4, 3.5. It's, it's a fine movie. It's, it's fine. It's good. Yeah, I uh, I was gonna I, yeah I was gonna give it a I was gonna give it a three point six myself, uh, just because Kelsey's Grammy grammars uh, Kelsey Grammar's singing in this movie was yeah, just ridiculous. Well, it really well. reminded me of like a nineteen seventies David Bowie. Yeah, yeah, I got I got a bit, yeah. I got a Bowie. Well, I mean, he did the he he did the outro for you know Fraser, you know, <laughs> you know, of gear the blues are calling to salad and scrambled eggs. So uh, I. I heard You're calling again. You I know, heard like I heard like you know like in the song music I hear like seventies Bowie I hear even late sixties Dylan even when it comes to music like that like like it's he's good he's yeah. really good. he's really good in this. It um, really it, wanna, remind, it reminded me of like seventies music when yeah. I heard it. I was like yeah. Uh, I want to mention that the Andrew Daly's in this. He's he's in everything, man. Like. Uh, he's off the right on one, uh, mad TV. He's You're just in everything. All right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I want to mention he's in this. He's, he's in everything, man. Uh, Conan, you know, uh, speaking of Conan, he, he has last episode recently. Did you watch it? What is it? Conan's last episode on TBS. Yeah. Conan O'Brien. No, yeah. I didn't watch this past week's episode because it, it, it's sad. It makes oh, me sad. Because I, I fucking love Conan. I really do. I like, like, he's awesome. Right? Swallow beer. Just like it took me a while to watch the last two movies by Robin Williams. Oh, They'll yeah. take me a second. This is the end. What, what are you drinking right now? Oh, today I'm drinking El Jefe. El uh, Jefe! Okay, yeah. Uh, who's the guy in the front of it? It is, it, it is, is that from Jeff? the uh, <laughs> El Jefe. It is from Renaissance Brewing Company right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. Right. Oh, Jeffy! So anyway. I, I would talk about the Rotten Tomatoes score, but it's, there's one review of it. <laughs> and uh, the audience score, uh, the audience score, though. So it's a 98%? 0%. Cause there's no, they only have one review. They can't they can't give it a review. So I want you to tell uh, me. I want you uh, to tell We have an audience score. It says fewer than 50 ratings, so could be 3, could be, could be 49. But what do you think the audience score on this is? 72. 60%. But again, we had no fucking oh. clue how many people rated it. Uh, the one, yeah. review, the one yeah. review of it 
is by Glenn Kinney of the New York Times. And he says, this is one of those movies that never quite sinks to the risible depths. You kind of wish it would. It's a fine movie. It's whatever. You know, it's like, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, if you see it on a Sunday afternoon, you're not going to be upset. You watched it. You know, I have 49 news. Jesus. That's a lot. 49. Okay, so it's the news. So, guys, just so you know, we're, we're on straight to the news. No, has nothing. We are done talking about the space between. <laughs> the space between. Space between is awesome. Go watch it. It's on VOD. It's six news. bucks at the most. I watched it for six dollars at least, right? I yeah, I watched it for pirate. Anyway, okay. <laughs> this is the movies don't suck is something to do news. My name's Neil, and I'm going to read a bunch of stuff to Chris. He's going to get act like he's excited, even though he probably read all of this earlier today. Actually, I I've been doing this thing lately where I avoid movie news because I know you'll talk about it. More than likely, Western Dead for a dollar. Are you ready for this? You the said Western, Western Dead West, for a. Dollar. Okay, Dead a for Western dollars. movie oh, called, 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 called Dead for a Dollar. <laughs> okay. Just cast its two main actors. Tell me who they are. Christopher Waltz. Oh, Christoph Waltz. Yes, I know who Christoph Waltz is. And if you yeah. guys don't know, and he is a he uh, is he's a Jew hunter from uh, Tarantino. Uh, the fucking I'm so drunk right now. I can't remember it. How are you drunk already, dude? It's like only 30 minutes in. I, I, I t- uh, anyway. I, 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 um, I down to beer like, right, just, just guzzle it. Um, but the, yeah. Django un- the Django Unchained. And, yeah, and, um, and what's the other one? Django Unchained. No, 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 what's the other one? And the other, pers- the other actor as the main re- lead role mm-hmm. is a guy named, uh, it says William Defee? Defeo? Def- oh, Defoe! William Defoe! Who is William Defoe? <laughs> Uh, Boondock Saints. I know is the who the phone is. I know who the phone is. Um, but the act, the director is Walter Hill. Okay, tell me who from 48, 48 Hours, The Warriors, The oh, Long Riders, guy. Wild Bill, God, he's still Last alive. Man Standing. He's still alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, Dead for a Dollar follows Max Borland, which is Christopher Waltz, a famed bounty hunter who's hired to find the wife of a successful California businessman who he believes is being held for ransom in Mexico. However, when Max heads across the border, he encounters his nemesis, Joe Cribbins, played by William Defoe, a professional gambler and occasional outlaw who Max had previously hunted down and sent to prison. On top of that, is the businessman's wife's disappearance everything it appears to be on the surface? So Christopher Waltz played that a, doesn't sound fucking great. Christopher Waltz played a bounty hunter in in Django Unchained. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe is a amazing actor. I d- I can't believe like if you don't know who Willem Dafoe is, I don't know where the fuck you've been. Uh, but I've heard stories about his penis. Um, yeah, because there's that movie where he's uh, Antichrist. Where he's well, naked. that's not his dick, apparently. That's a, but I've heard that his penis is frightening from several several sources yeah. on the internet. It, it looked all right. That wasn't like his though. That wasn't me, his. But whatever. It was. But you seen Antichrist, of course, right? You had to see it, right? I, I don't feel like he's the kind of guy that uses a penis stand in. Well, the, that's, what, that's what. That's what. That's uh, what. The always on truth the director says. But do you remember, you remember Antichrist? Remember, no, you, you remember, remember I said 47, right? Do you remember the, you remember the uh, fox? Chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reigns. Okay, all right. 
Yeah, you do remember I said 47, right? Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Odyssey Azon is taking the lead in Hulu's reboot of Hellraiser. She's a 21-year-old who's only been in several things, including, um, let's see, um, what, I, guess I just read it, and then I got interrupted by some guy. Uh, she's on FAM, Netflix's Grand Army. Uh, that's weird because she usually does that kind of sitcom. <laughs> So she's going to be now the the main heroine in uh, the Hellraiser series. I can't wait to see that. So are and they are they awesome. using the original Hellraiser actor? I don't know. They, they haven't really. Said I do that. know that. The I, thing do, is, I do. I do know think that he's that, kind of old. He's kind of old, and that's a lot of hours to go through those prospects. I, I, I just know that the actor wants to be a Hellraiser as much as possible. I, like, like, like mm-hmm. he's not. He's not like um. Who's the guy, who's the guy who played Freddy? Who's that guy? What's his name? So, two people were spotted. I feel like you're being, ignoring my question. Uh, what was your question? Who's the guy who played Freddy Krueger? Robert England. So I, he's done playing Freddy, right? He doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, he he'd do it again one more time, oh, but he so? he has very yeah you no know, he said it he said but he wanted to you know lead it away or mm. give it to someone. He's been trying. But he doesn't care. He loves the fact that he he because it's very macro, uh, macabre to him. Yeah. Anyway, Knives Out Two set photos have revealed two hidden people that nobody knew were hired to be in the movie. Who are they? Ethan Hawke. Okay. All right. Yeah. And Jada Pinkett Smith. Two two great stars. I honestly put whatever you want in it because if it's by the same people. I'm all four dimes out too. It is by everybody. It's it's being filmed in Greece, so that's all we know about okay. that. All right. Um. So coming up next, we're going to be talking about Fast Nine. One of the people that drive for the first time in the Fast Nine movie is Helen. Marion. Yeah. Um. Helen Marion. Marion. Guess who she taught how to drive when they were 20 years old? Who? Liam Neeson. She taught Liam Neeson how to drive. Yes, <laughs> he did not learn how to drive until his late twenties, and Liam Neeson was the one that gave him his first driving lesson. That's really cool. I like that a lot. I do like that. Yeah, a lot. he was doing an interview for his movie Ice Road, which is now on Netflix, and um, which we yeah, somehow that missed. Was by the way, talked about we somehow missed that was coming out. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, I mean, movies, life. There's a bunch of them. Old Guard Two. Remember yeah. Old Guard? It was Charlie with Stern, yeah. Charlize Theron. Yeah. Um, she is now, uh, the script is completed and filming is going to start in January of 2022. Okay. Cause that was like, a it's big... already coming. All right. Yeah. All right. I know she, yeah, it was like when I they know she super, really enjoyed playing that superpowers yeah. or they're immortal or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Right. She's got an Oscar. Yeah, she can do right. whatever she wants now. Like when she get that Oscar, like, she best whatever the... yeah, you can just do whatever you want. <laughs> Uh, James Cameron wrote Terminator 2 while he was high on ecstasy. Is that why it's so good? Probably. He stated, I remember sitting there once high on E writing notes for Terminator. And I was like struck by Sting song. I hope the Russians love their children too. And I thought, you know what? The idea of nuclear war is just so methodical to life itself. That's where the kid came from talking about John Connor. So, well, I'm going to talk to you. Your favorite Terminator is Terminator 2, right? It's got to be. 
Yeah. Okay. Of no, I mean, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the original. I'm a big fan of the original. I like the original it's because one of the, of the grittiness the of it. Are better though. But Terminator Two. Yeah, I know. I like. I. I mean, it to me, it's just like. It's kind of like House of a Thousand Corpse and Devil's Rejects. Okay. To me, even though it's number one and number two, I feel like those are two completely separate movies. You're right. Like you like, know, like House of the uh, like, Thousand Corpses is all about is like Grindhouse, but uh, yeah. Devil's Rejects it takes a more traditional approach and it's more like a yeah. movie, I guess. Travel movie. Yeah, yeah. A road trip movie. I, I love those. Yeah. Rejects. Those Rejects is great. Yeah, but the same thing with Terminator. Like Terminator One was more gritty '80s like action in, movie. In, in the grain, the film stock was even different. You know. Yeah, yeah, and like, and in the night, and then when Terminator Two came, that was more action in your face kind of. Like, I love Schwarzenegger as the villain. That's why. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, maybe right. that's the reason why. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Your favorite show, you know, because I know how much of a brony you are. <laughs> My on. Little Pony is getting their own movie. Already cast, Vanessa Hudgens and Jay Martison will be in My Little Pony: The New Generation. I know you're looking forward no, to that. No, no, you're listening, guys. I, I know there are some people that are listening to the program for the first time, and I want to make it very clear: I'm not a brony. <laughs> You are a brony. No, I dude. saw you. No, I saw. I saw no, you. With that I, have, horse I have a quick little story. I have a quick little story. Uh, my wife, before the the date before she met me, she wanted a date with a brony. Um, oh, did she really? Yeah. And How'd so that go? She's in Texas. Hey, now I'm moving. I don't you. know. I don't. I don't know how. She I thought think, the guy was are nice. Are you allowed to talk she about got, this? Yeah, fine. Uh, <laughs> She's not listening. She, <laughs> she she does not listen to the show. Um, she's made it clear. Okay. But um, so uh, she lived in Texas, and the she used to drive up to Kansas and drive back to see her family. And so she drive back in December, and this is basically when Texas had an ice storm that shut down the highway. She had to be she's on the road that should take an hour, took a few hours to get home. And so she has her cats with her, they're screaming in the back, and she gets home, and she has twenty text messages from this brony guy. Thinking that she blew him off, and um, that's nuts. And she she goes, she explains to him what happened. She's like, I don't want you to contact me again. And that was the end of her uh, a date, or basically her liaison with Brony Man. Man, that's that's intense. Okay, that's intense. But uh, hey, man, all, right. all about the. Uh, I don't think I'll see the My Little Pony movie, but if I. If I'm forced to by Neil, because he's such a big Oh, no, brain. I'm going to make you watch it. Fuck you. <laughs> and the next movie that you're going to be really happy about is Polly Pocket is having her own movie starring Lily Collins and directed by Leon Dunham. Lena Dunham's doing Polly Pocket. Okay. Yes. I like Lena Dunham, but uh, if they do Polly Pocket, they have to do a Mad Max one, right? Yes, and they're also working on a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie with Vin Diesel. I mean, I, I see that, I guess, <laughs> you know. Because he's a Rock'em Sock'em Robots kind of guy? I guess so. I mean, he's he's Rock'em Sock'em for sure. You're a Rock'em Sock'em kind of guy. Who do we have coming up? What else? I know you are. I know you said you had 48 items. All right. Dwayne Johnson teams up with Hobbs and Shaw Rider for a Christmas mystery movie. Okay. All right. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm looking forward yeah. to. I gotta be honest, man. I'm looking forward to Joan Cruz. I really am. Yeah, and um, I'm trying to see if they have any. No, they don't have. 
skins for new da, 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 da. <laughs> while details are still under wraps sort of described as a global throttling action adventure comedy that imagines a whole new universe to explore within the holiday genre do you I know have the, no you, idea what that you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson's uh, philosophy when it comes to him being in a movie you, what's you, that you no know, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's philosophy when it comes to him being the lead in the movie he wants the audience to walk out feeling good he'll be in it he says he wants the audience to walk out yeah, feeling good. Yeah, and that, make, and that makes sense. Yeah. All right. What else you got going? Stephen King's Firestarter reboot casts Sydney Lemon as Charlie's mom. Um, she will be starring the Sydney Lemon, if you don't know, is from The Fear of the Walking Dead um, and Hellstorm. Um, she's a very good actress, and she will be playing the mother to the dog, the lady, the girl that goes completely nuts. It's me, like another movie. It will be a, a movie. You know anything about that? Yes. It's a movie or series. What's that? Movie or series? What's it going to be? It's a movie. Okay. Bye. Stephen King movie. Yeah. yeah right. I told you about that four times. <laughs> All right. Redrick, 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 Redrick. That's it. Redick. Redick four has now been finished, written, and Van Diesel is says they are going to start shooting later this year in Australia. I hope so, because the, the, the last Riddick wasn't that good. Uh, you didn't think it was good. I thought it was fucking awesome. I like, I dude, like I, I like the Chronicles of Riddick, the second one, a lot. And Pitchbox, all right, but I, I didn't like Riddick just that much. So it wasn't... It's was a long time ago, man. No, all right. I, I remember seeing Riddick when I was with... Before I met, I met Leah... It was with a girl who's really yeah, nice. I met a girl who. Uh, do you mean Pitch Black or do you mean the Chronicles of Riddick? I mean no Riddick. I mean Riddick, like the third one. I remember. I actually that girl cheated on me that night. The girl I was with at the time cheated on me. The night I went and saw Riddick. Yeah. So Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Dynasty Warriors? It's a it's a video game, right? Yeah. 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 The live-action series of Dynasty Warriors, filmed based on the popular video game series of the same name, originally created by Omega Force and Keo. Mm-hmm. The series is a spinoff of the strategy game series Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Uh, it's coming to fucking Netflix. It's a series coming to Netflix based on a video game. Who knew? Who knew? I mean, there's, there's The Witcher. Um, so, yeah. Timothy Olafic? Oflofic? Olafie? Olafon? Olafon. With Tom Hardy mm-hmm. are going to be starring in an action thriller called Havoc. Right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Is that all I know about It'll it? It'll be the action drum. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I can read you a part about what it is. Uh, um, uh, recently announced Havoc will be Evan's first feature film number new creative. The story set as a drug deal gone wrong when a bruised detective, Tom Hardy, must fight his way through a criminal underworld to rescue a politician's estranged son while unveiling a deep web of corruption and conspiracy that ensears his entire city. Dude, I've never seen a movie like that before. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. John Krasnowski is not John going to direct John the Krasinski. third. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Yes, it's say, not say it with, film say the with third. Me. Say it with me. John, John Krasinski. Krasinski. Okay. All right. 
John Krasinski. Anyway, John Krasinski is not going to direct the third Quiet Place. Instead, he's leaving that to Jeff Nichols. Jeff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Nichols, who directed um, things like Shotgun Stories, he directed uh, uh, Mud. He directed um, the Midnight Special. Right? Yep. I like Jeff Nichols quite a bit. True, and here's John's comment on it. Truly, the only person I had in mind when asked whether I would hand, hand this off was Jeff. I think he's one of the best filmmakers. Mud is one of my favorite movies, and so real and intimate. It's exactly the sort of paints we're painting with in a Quiet Place. So very organic characters you fall in love with. Here's the thing: Jeff Nichols, he loves a Michael Shannon in his movies. So if Jeff Nichols. He gets to do a quiet place part three. I hope he jams in Michael Shannon somewhere because he's in all of Jeff Nichols' movie, and I love Michael Shannon. I, I love Michael Shannon too. Michael Shannon touches me in my no no place. He doesn't know Michael Shannon if you're, if you're, if you're a, a normie. You know him as Zod, basically. Yeah, Zod or Shape of Water mm-hmm. or yeah, there's a bunch of different shit. He, uh, he's take a shelter. Asshole and, uh, take shelter. Dude. He, the drug dealer and the night before. Oh, yeah, you wasn't that right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, Blumhouse's Exorcist 2 will surprise skeptics like 2018's Halloween because it is a direct sequel to Exorcist right 1. At, sequel to Exorcist. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm interested in that. <laughs> no, I'm no very one. interested in that too. It's, it's going to touch me in my no no Hopefully, spot. no one dies in this production. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Lion Gate dates three films, not one, not two, but three films uh-huh. featuring the one of the greatest action stars of our generation, the one, the only Nicolas Cage. I feel like I should have like a uh, like a, a clip for that. Just on the ready to go for anything Nicholas Cage. <laughs> you need more buttons on your yeah. thing. Um, they did three. Uh, first, including the upcoming Nicholas Cage action comedy, The Unbearable Weight mm-hmm. of Massive Talent, which is just a fun mm-hmm. uh, cop to Nicholas Cage, where Nicholas Cage plays himself, mm-hmm. I believe is the way it is. Yeah. The Unbreakable Boy, uh, starring Zachary Levy. Is another one, and then the Jesus music, um, a documentary that will open on October thing. So he might be just doing the voices, you know. Okay, well, it, we I watched the movie. It said um, uh, last year's Panic Fest and the this past Fest, past Panic Fest was called the uh, man. What was it called? I I wanted to, I talked about it a little bit, but so Prisoners of Ghostland. Um, if you get a chance to find that, mm-hmm. dude, it's a fucked up movie. You need to watch it. I'm just glad that he's doing movies and getting paid enough that he's not completely broke anymore. Yeah, I know he was doing best movies um, to pay off the, the IRS because he had so much taxes he hadn't paid. All right. You ready? I'm ready. I'm this has it. nothing to do really with movies, but just how badass one director is. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. James Gunn offers to help cover cost after raccoons damage a woman's house. That's amazing. So is he is he basically blame, saying, hey, I'm already a raccoon wrangler. I can help you out. All right. 
Rocket champion James Gunn recently took to Twitter in responses to a user whose bedroom and office were trashed by a family of raccoons when the ceiling gave out. According to PhD student Haley Ifill, the Humane Society wouldn't help remove the raccoons because one of them appeared to be the mother protecting her youth. Ifill shared a series of images of the damage done to her apartment and the raccoons ending with a total of five finally being taken away in a crate. Gunn, who is an advocate for animal rights issues before and was tagged in all these because of Rocket Raccoon mm-hmm. from Guardians of the Galaxy, um, uh, includes organizations that he helps with or helped help raccoons. So he said he would make a donation to help cover the cost before fo- following so he could message them. Uh, his cheat, his tweet below. Let me know how much the damage is. They've how much the damage is they've done, and I'll make a donation to help cover the cost. It's the least I can do on behalf of my masked friend Rocket. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really awesome. So that that's it, man. That's the news. I, I I cut a lot of stuff out, but it's it's the news. That's the good stuff. That's movies that don't suck and something to do news. I said a bunch of stuff why Chris got even more drunker, so let's hear him blab during this last movie review. (laughs) Great. Okay, so. (laughs) Before we get. (laughs) All right. Before we get into F9, the Fast Saga. Too furious. I spent. Wednesday of last week on watching nothing but Fast and Furious movies. I have seen Fast one before. I've seen Too Fast years ago, and I saw Hobbs and Shaw just mm-hmm. recently. But I went too through fast. and I watched too all uh, eight movies in preparation for the ninth one, which I saw last night. Did you watch Hobbs and Shaw though? Too no, I did not. Okay, so you just watched the Fast and Furious series. I did, I did reacquaint myself with Hobbs and Shaw. I did. Basically, read this. It would be and all this stuff. Came I mean, we we already we did Hobbs and Shaw like yeah. last year or yeah, last year years. before. I mean, it's 2019 when it came out, right? And so, so uh, I have this to say. I wasn't enjoying myself till Fast Five. Oh, you started enjoying yourself. Woo! You know why? I and love. Why. No, I'm no, gonna, gonna, no. Hold going, on, I'm, hold on, hold on. Go, yeah, I'm gonna go, tell go you. Go I'm gonna it, tell go you go why. I, I want to hear this. Go ahead. So. Uh, I don't like Fast and Furious. It's fine. Whatever. Too Fast and Furious. Whatever. Uh, Tokyo Drift. Snorefest. Whatever. Fast 4. Hey, I'm, I'm okay with this. Fast 5. There in Rio. It starts out with this foot chase scene on top of the roof. And oh my god. It's it's incredible. The, the action sequences at the beginning of Fast 5 are great. But what makes this movie even better? And you're, you're, you know this. And this. And that. And. Are you, are you all right? Did you fuck up your microphone? Yeah, I, my, my microphone came off of the, the wall. Don't the, worry about it. So, continue. so Fast Five and the movies in Fast Six and Fast Seven, why they're better than the earlier films is solely because Dwayne The Rock Johnson's in them. Like, there's, like that, that's it. No, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree and agree at the same time. But, but, but right, one. Also, also in Fast Forward from Fast on. They embrace the ridiculousness and the in like probability of things they're doing. So they there sort of, they, yeah, out, they the found their right footing. There, they found their footing, basically saying, "Hey, we do ridiculous We're shit. We're fucking ridiculous. We're ridiculous. Yeah. Let's fucking go in all. Let's all go in it. And you know what I gotta say? You know how you get more ridiculous and Fast and the Furious? Mm-hmm. How you add 
the 14-time WWE World Champion, the one, the only... Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, you, oh sorry. Hit the music! You always gotta wait for the horns, then you kill it. <laughs> okay, anyway. so just so you know, when you sing along with the music, it ducks you, so you sound like shit when you scream John Cena. Uh, but yeah, okay, that so sucks. Yeah, it does suck. But hey, uh, so I've seen all the Fast movies now, um, and here's what I think about Fast Nine. Oh, you know what? Let's go through the storyline really quick before I uh, before I start uh, talking about before Fast Before you obliterate it? Yeah, gotcha. Uh, yeah, so Justin Lin directed it. He's directed most of the other ones. Uh, six, uh, well, hold on. Let me find out what was the ones he directed. He directed... He directed, starting with um, Fast Five, he directed all of them. Five, fast Six. Fast, oh, he didn't do Fast Seven or Eight? Okay. But he did Fast Nine, and he's going to do Fast Ten. Apparently, there's going to be two more movies, Fast Ten and Eleven, right? Um, uh, written by yeah, five, uh, ten and eleven will be the end, and they're filming them back to back. Uh, and written by Daniel. You know who's Casey. written by? It's really easy. It's Daniel Casey, Justin Lin, and Alfredo Bautello. Yeah, and so uh, let's read the storyline real quick. It's just, it's a short one, it looks like. Cipher enlists the help of Jacob, Dom's younger brother, to take revenge on Dom and his team. Uh, starring who? Starring Vin Diesel. You remember Dick? He's the guy that tried to ban rap music because he feels that the lyrics promote violence. Who else? Michelle Rodriguez. I don't have that. You don't have that one, huh? <laughs> Brewster. I, you know how long it took me to find a Michelle Rodriguez clip? I'm so pissed you didn't fucking get that one. Anyway, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris. Natalie Emmanuel, we got Charlize Theron, we got Michael Roker. I want you to succeed, I do. But if you keep announcing to the world that you're pissing your pants, I'm gonna have to smash your teeth in. That's good. Uh, it's also got John. Yeah, we got Russell. We got Lucas Black. We got Helen Marine. We got uh, uh, Anna Schwa. We have John Cena! You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Oh, I am about that yeah, life. No, no, no. Like I will get muscles. crazy up in here. You like movies? We'll make a movie. Oh, God. I, we'll make Mama Say Knock You Out, starring my fist in your dick hole. I don't want the whole scene because it's fucking hilarious. Um, it's also got <laughs> Sun Kane. It's got uh, Finn Cole. It's got uh, Kurt Russell. It's got everyone that was in the previous ones, except for The Rock, which is a problem. That's your problem? Yeah. I, I Okay, so uh, hold on. Read the story on him. We'll talk about this movie. Oh, you did. Okay, dude, listen. 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 You're drunk, obviously. It's okay. So You can be drunk. The the worst thing about F8 is... Are you going to get naked drunk? Is it going to be naked drunk? Are you going to get some lube and rub it all over your titties so all the viewers can see? Hold on. Let me speak. <laughs> I love fucking with you. Are you, are you, are you, are you, are you continuing to talk? Continuing to talk. Go the worst thing about F8 was Cypher. 
The worst in F9, really? F9 is Cypher. Yeah, I hated Cypher. I think she's the worst villain. You don't like Charlize Theron? I don't like her villain. I, I think she's the worst villain. And so to have her again, and she's going to show up in 10 and 11, I'm almost sure, that makes me upset because I don't like Cypher at all. At all. I think she's a shitty villain. I think that's how they're going to end it is probably them killing her. Yeah, and I don't like that, man. I, I, I honestly could have spent less time with Cypher. I can't believe they're going to spend the last four movies fucking with her. Because I don't care about Cypher. I don't like her as a villain. Like, I can't stand her as a villain at all. And I I hope they remember The Rock, because this, of the last four movies, five movies, I felt like this this one had its... Had its moments. Like, the last one had one of the best scenes I've seen in it, which is those hundred cars that come after Cypher and F8. That was amazing. Oh, yeah, That, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. incredible. But nothing even close to me has come to Fast Five. When it comes to action, when it comes to uh, ridiculousness, Fast Five to me was the pinnacle of that. And I don't know what has happened since then. I'm fine with six and seven. Can I, can I tell you something happy? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll tell you something happy. I'll make you a little happier. Okay. I just pulled up Google Mm -hmm. and I put in Fast and the Furious 10, Mm -hmm. and it looks like Dwayne The Rock Johnson's already signed up. Thank God. Thank God. Um, uh, And John Cena is fine, but I want to mention something in this movie. So the problem with F9 is. uh, I want John Cena and The Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I want John Cena and The Rock to fight in the same fucking (laughs) movie because. No, 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 no. I don't even want them to fight. I want them to be buddies and shit because I've already seen them fight. You know why? Because they headline. Two WrestleManias and they headline a SummerSlam. So I've seen them fight. I want to mention something. Although, okay, so this movie, it took it, it had all this melodrama. Like, and I don't mm-hmm. watch fast movies for uh, emotional scenes, except if you want to talk about when Paul Walker died, by the way, when they did that scene. Oh, my God. I was a baby. That makes me cry. I cried. Cry. That whole movie made me cry. And it's that just, whole movie made me but cry. I think they kept on, it, what, Fast 7 that was? Yeah, yeah and I, think, I think part of it. Every time they, Paul Walker was in a scene, they it was almost like he was going to die here's, in the movie. Here's Did the, you notice that? Here's the thing, man. I know how close Paul Walker and Vin Diesel were in real life, so seeing it in that way, I was like just crying, but um, let me let me mention something. You, about- want to, you want you want yeah, yeah, really quick before you mention this. Yeah. Are you ready to cry a little bit now? Mm-hmm. Vin Diesel just did an interview with Kelly Clarkson, the Kelly Clarkson show last week, right? Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, John Cena's in this movie. He's been on our show several times. You know, really nice guy." And she's like, "What do you think of him?" She's like, "He's like before I even knew." he was going to be in this movie when he came to my house or to my garage to do this one little thing that we were doing together. He goes, when he walked in, I felt his energy. And at that moment, I realized that Paul Walker sent John Cena to me. Right. Right in the fucking get right here, right here. That's where that goes right here. So, Oh my God. Fast years since fast five, fast four. They realize how ridiculous they gotta be. Yeah. But but what's more ridiculous than anything they've ever done is to make it seem like John Cena and Vin Diesel are fucking brothers. No, no, because even Van Diesel answered this in another interview. He goes, I have so many antithesis um ethnicities in me, you can literally grab somebody from almost any race and play them as my brother because I'm white Hawaiian. I'm, you know, <laughs> like I didn't, I did like, like 
seeing Finn Cole, uh, who played the young Jacob, who looked just like young John Cena, and then they got young, uh, they got young uh, Vin Diesel, who looked nothing mm-hmm. like John Cena. Like, like to me, I was like, I was like, give me a. F- no, no, he looked like young John Cena. I Have you ever seen pictures of young John no, Cena? Uh, jo- no, I'm saying young John Cena and Finn Cole. Pretty similar, but the person young, played young Vin Diesel looks nothing like Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, I was yeah. like, is that Dom? Is that who that's supposed to be? Like the I ever until they said Dom, I'm like, okay, that's that's Dominic. That's that's supposed to be young Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad we got to see the backstory a little bit. You know that. You but know, I don't watch the fast movies for backstory. I watch them for melodrama. I watch no, them. You know, I watch them I to like turn it's... off my brain and watch these movies. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, that was I good. feel like. Yeah, I feel like it was the setup, like the setup for the next two. Which, I, like I said, I'm not wanna... looking forward to because I don't like Cypher as a villain. She'll probably die in the second next one, and the whole time someone else was behind Cypher, okay. and it'll be like fucking Jack Nicholson or some shit. You know, okay. it'll be like somebody, let's be honest, Michael Douglas might be brought in. Um, I know Vin <laughs> Diesel. Oh, you know who Vin Diesel wants? Helen uh, Marin's Queenie character to be uh you know who she wants he wants her husband to be in the next one what's that they are looking to cast michael kane i was gonna guess michael kane um isn't that great isn't that a great idea yeah it is i want to mention that uh that i could have used more holy fuck sorry i just like had this bird that uh yeah jason satham he was in at the very end if you guys want to Watch the um, post credit scene. He shows up a little bit, and that's not that's not. Oh yeah, don't ruin it for anybody. I'm not ruin it for anyone. Dude. I'm not seeing what happens. Uh, but I do want to mention. I'm not giving away anything else, by the way. So, I know that that Fast and Furious is ridiculous. I know it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, there's a scene that got too ridiculous for me. I mean, space. Yes. That's exactly everybody knows about it. Everybody knows about it. Everybody knows it's a big internet thing. Everybody knows if they if they're listening to this and they don't know that Fast and the Furious 9 goes to space, it has been known for two fucking years now, dude. Everybody knew that Fast and Furious 9 was going to space. What the fuck, dude? Like, like, I, Who cares? I, I didn't, Who cares? Think, I didn't think they jumped, the, they could jump the shark, but I was like, I remember thinking about they came in there, and I'm like. Am I watching this right now? Is this what's happening? Because I I know Fast and the Furious ridiculous, like fucking fucking right. like uh you know like turn off your brain. But I was like even me, I was like, okay, I guess they're doing this. I guess I guess that's what I'm watching. And it, it it's Fast and Furious is never gonna win an award. Fast and Furious is never gonna um be that movie mm. that people. But but to say I didn't have Maybe fun for watching soundtrack. it. Maybe for soundtrack or special effects, and that's about it. Yeah, dude. Or that's the only thing I could ever see a Fast and Furious movie winning my, uh, an award for. But if you're gonna watch it, you have to turn off your brain at all, all of it. But, but Vin Diesel. You, you mean you got to go to the cinema, turn off your brain, and have a good time for two hours, and, and just enjoy it? This is way too long. This is two and a half hours. No fucking way. Should it they was not it way up. too long. It was not way too long. I can't. Two and a half hours, man. Really. It was perfect, dude. The other Fast and Furious movies, two net two hours ten minutes, and that was that was plenty fine for me. But they're finishing it up, man. And to be honest, it's been ten years. Or okay, this is the best way I explained Fast and the Furious to someone the other day, and I, I'm going to explain this to you too. 
when the first Fast and Furious came out. The first one, right? And the shittiest, one of the shittiest ones, by the way. Whatever. You you and your opinions. But um, when the first Fast and the Furious movie, the original mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious movie, how old were you? I was 17, 16 maybe. 16. I mean, I, actually, I can drive you. I was probably 15 when that came out. So the original Fast and Furious came out in 2001. Yeah, I didn't graduate to 2004. All right. I was still hanging out with my high school friends <laughs> at that point, and I saw the first Fast and the Furious movie. Mm-hmm. When Fast and the Furious 2 came out, too I fast, was too already... Furious. Yeah, Too Fast, Too Furious. I was hanging out with bandmates at the time. Same thing with Tokyo Drift. It, when Fast and the Furious, the next one came out, Fast I was already in Kansas City. Yeah. There was like a 10-year break, and I think. Like something like a six yeah, or seven It was break. three years. It was okay. three years in between each. But then that's when I began to understand. I have seen Fast and Furious with every group of friends I have had since the beginning of friendships. The only group I didn't have was like my kindergarten friends. Okay. That I didn't see a Fast and the Furious with. Okay. Isn't that insane to think about? It's been around forever, man. Yeah, and they can keep going. They're doing great. So... They only made like what seventy three million dollars this weekend. This movie is missing the rock for me. It really is. You know how weird it is for a guy like me who is overly obsessed with pro wrestling to hear somebody say something's missing the rock, <laughs> and that's the well, reason. I know, but it's the truth. It's exactly the truth, right. I think it's the truth. I think that this movie suffers from the from the absence of the Rock. I really do. Like it miss, it's missing that. You know. You know, um, I, I'd have to agree a little bit. Um, the Rock was missing, but they John Cena was in place. Um, I like John Cena. John Cena made me happy. By the way, they bring back people that 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 they just barely explain. They're like magic. Basically, they're like magic trick. And you're like, okay, I guess I'll just go with that. Like, I'll just, I'll go with like how they bring people back. I'm not gonna know who they brought back, but really, man. Yeah. I, I was like, I was like, I guess she didn't need to explain that. I, I guess not. I guess I didn't need a sensible explanation for that. Um, I do like, and I'm not getting this away, that we have Bow Wow and the Lucas Black come back for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Was from Tokyo Drift. Like, and I knew that was coming, so. Yeah, I was pretty happy. Like, um, I, I love that they brought back the Too Fast and Too uh, the uh, Tokyo Drift people. I thought that was. I, amazing. By the way, uh, I want to mention them. Like, like so when um, Lucas Black was in Tokyo Drift, he was obviously like thirty years old when he did that movie, and he's like fifty right. now. I'm like, God damn. Uh, and uh, and uh, Bow Wow looks different too. But hey, uh, I both recognized them. I both knew they were so. I mean, this weekend alone, they brought in $88 million. That is the highest amount. Yeah. yeah, That is the highest amount a film has brought to the theater since before the pandemic. Yeah. Since before the pandemic, even. That means that I think that movie theaters are back for sure. 
We've been talking about uh, the- Vin Diesel claims it. Vin Diesel's like, we brought back yeah. movie theaters. Oh, for sure. F9 did this. Like, I, uh, We thought it was Nobody. We thought it was King Kong versus Godzilla. So we thought it was a couple movies. But F9 proves that theaters are back. Mm-hmm. And I you know I couldn't be happier about that. I'm glad they brought it back. I, re- I really am. And to be honest, everybody knows. Nobody's going to see F9 because they think it's going to be the greatest movie that ever no, came no. out. Uh, of course not. They knew it was going to be fucking, like, Ex- I don't want to say stupid, but, like, you know, it's going to be crazy. It was going to be, oh, shit, this stuff is going to be nuts. Ex- it's going to be way I over was, the top. People, when I was telling people I was seeing this, I was, like, expecting to do the podcast Thursday and just so we can say, big thing, go boom. Big man, big man punch. You know, like like that's what I was expecting. Thingo boom, big man punch. Like I was thinking to speak in one syllable only, but here I am talking about the, you know, the effervescence of where the fast series is. So all right, well, let's give some quotes and then we can uh, we can do our how much money or how many points we're gonna give these fuckers. Okay, it's me. Roman, maybe you don't recognize me because I've been tanning all week. <laughs> we all see no one thinks you're compensated for anything. It was your broker shadow that told us, wasn't it? I bet all you wanted was just a hug. Man, if a Ninja Turtle pops out, I'm out of here. Twinkie, so you must be like Snowball and you're Ding Dong. Dom, don't get yourself killed. You're my favorite American. One freak from now, your dad will be asking you for your allowance. Oh, shoot. I pages stuck together. Oh, no. Yay! Hey, what's your covering? Pages Feel like for? we're looking for Where's Waldo in a Harry Potter world. That was a good one. I want fifty men, cars. Get to the Millennium Falcon. Get fucking Chewbacca if you can. Oh, I'm Yoda. Yoda's a powerful Jedi. No, Yoda is a puppet with someone's hand up his ass. Fucking bullshit! You that. I love that. I love that. I thought it was a perfect. Yoda guy. is a powerful Jedi. Fuck you. And fucking this is different. No, it's a puppet with someone's hand up. Fuck you that. No. No. Now for the hard part. You keep dying. A 70 charger is immortal. Treat it right, and it will run for a hundred years. Just up here putting duct tape on shit. <laughs> These guys are going to these guys are going to be pancakes at IHOP before the coffee even hits the table. Let's see how invincible your black ass is after this. <laughs> Two dudes from the ghetto in outer space. That's crazy. Spoiled rich prick. Don't you know spoiled rich pricks run the world? You're right. We're not invincible. We might just be that damn lucky. If we go out, let's do it on top of the world. Why do they look like minions? The food is bad, but it doesn't matter 
Because hipsters will eat anything. And that's it. That's what I got. Okay, so this Fast, fast 9, uh, I want to hear your, your score on this first. Uh, God, it has to be a 7.8. Give me a real score. That was a score. If you go before, I'm going to be very mad at you. <laughs> too fast. Too furious. Man, it was a good time. It's not winning any awards, but it's going to earn my love and respect because I love the Fast and Furious uh, chain. I'm going to give this a 3.8. 3.4 from me. And that's because you missed the rock. You just want to see his big old dick hanging. It's missing the rock for sure. Um, cause yeah, he's got a big there's penis. So, there's something so, um, something so charming about the rock. Because he's got a big penis. It's a thing. <laughs> and now we're on Rotten Tomatoes. Every episode we uh, have Neil gets the Rotten Tomatoes score for the audience and the, and the uh, critics. And so right now, I want you to try to guess the audience score. 80%. 84%. There's actually good uh, consensus in this. Audience says the fast franchise is more than well, more. Uh, sorry, audience says the fast franchise is more over the top than ever. But who needs a believable story? We have wall to wall action. Okay, true. And what's uh critic score on this one? Forty-eight. Sixty percent. Sixty. Yeah, close. So, since Whatever. fast five, they've been giving you scores because they know what it is. You know, uh, uh, critic consensus is F nine since the franchise hurling over the top. Uh, over the top than ever, but 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 director just someone's knack for preposterous set pieces keeps the action humming. So uh, they're both saying there's wall right. action. You they, know why this movie wasn't missing the rock? Because because of uh, John Cena. See me, my time is now. You can't feel me, my time is now. So, okay. I'm the franchise players, and you know it's how you can't see me because the time is now. Walking through the walks, anyway. Okay, so I can do the whole song. I can do the whole song. So, John Cena's gonna be in this, the rocks gonna be in it later on. Uh, this I'm still seeing F10 because we have to for the show whenever that comes out. Uh, and I want to mention something I want to talk about the next one you're watching for next week. Do you know what they are? Your time is up, my time is now. You can't see me. My time is now. It's the franchise, boy. I'm shining now. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. You got the full song or is it just this? Just this part. Your time is up. My time is now. You can't see me because my time is now. It's a franchise, boy, and I'm shining now. You can't see me because in case you forgot or fell off, I'm still hawk knocking your shell off. My money stack fat, please, I can't take you swell off. The franchise doing business. All right, all right. <laughs> I was trying to play you off, but I couldn't do it. So uh, next week we're watching what? The Forever Purge, and what's the other movie? Storming on your chumps like thunder and lightning. On, Ain't dude, no let's, way let's you move breaking on. me, kid. I'm harder than nails. Plus, I keep it on lock. Like I'm part of the jail. Are you going to do this the whole horse episode? <laughs> it's John Cena! All right, I'm not doing it again. Uh, so <laughs> ne- next week we're watching The Forever Purge. You're and so what? glad I don't have the buttons on my side I, I, of, the, no, of the screen. I, I, I got to pee so bad. But uh, uh, so 
Next movie we're watching Forever Purge, and what's the next movie we're watching? It's called No Sudden Move. Directed by who? Oh, No Sudden Move. Yeah, yeah. it's on HBO Max. It, just came out today. Yeah, by directed by Steven Soderbergh. I can't wait to watch it. It's an old fashioned crime thriller. No, I mean Don Cheadle, uh, Bel Tor- Del Toro's in it. Yeah, um, yeah, Del Toro, not Del Toro. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're watching that next week. Um, tell them where they can find us at, Chris. Find us online, moviesdonsuck.net. We're on facebook.com slash moviesdonsuckpodcast. We're on Twitter at MTS Podcast. We're on Instagram at MTS Podcast. Uh, we have shirts. Go to bonfire.com, search our name, Movies Don't Suck, and something they do. We're on YouTube, search our name, Movies Don't Suck, and something do podcasts. We are on Twitch at MTS Podcast. You can find us on all streaming platforms that include Spotify, Apple, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find us. What about what was your small businesses, pal? Small that beer, dude. I let you get like so much beer. Small businesses are awesome. Okay. And if you had a small business, tell us about your small business. We'll be more happy to promote you on our podcast with the thousands of people that see our podcast. Do you know we get hundreds of views on yeah, our right? Facebook, and I didn't even know it. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't know it. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, um. Let us know. We'll be more than happy to help you out. We love everybody and anybody in this entire world. You got friends. You got a business. Let us know. I'll be more than happy to give my wonderful announcer voice. Or if you just want a side gig on the side, I'll do it for you as well. All right, Chris. (laughs) Play that outro. That's another episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Something to Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. Remember, guys, no matter what the space in between is, you and your lovely mate, sometimes you just got to go in there fast and furious nine different times. Have a good night. <laughs>